Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Ah, how good it is to be with you again this week. Boy, spring is just moving right along, isn't it? <laughs> oh, spring is springing in my heart, and I trust that it is springing for you too. So let's dive right in here. Dive right into the love. And let's start with that breath of gratitude and placing our hand on our heart and remembering our true identity as the perfect givers and receivers of love. Let us open ourselves to an awareness of the perfection and the wholeness that is our true identity. (sighs) Taking these breaths of gratitude, we are grateful and thankful to remember, to remember. (laughs) Ah, We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we remember ourselves as spirit. Yes, truly. Consciously connecting and communing with the I Am Presence, the higher self, the Holy Self, consciously communing with the Holy Spirit, higher Holy Spirit self. Breathing deeply and taking this breath of gratitude, we raise our vibration, lifting ourselves high above the dust and grit of the journey, above the false perceptions and projections, remembering ourselves as perfect, whole, and complete, and being able to see our brothers and sisters in this very same way so grateful and so thankful right now to remember the love that we are now and forever. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. So this week, I got guided to the section in the text uh, called The Answer to Prayer. The Answer to Prayer. So for me, it's my chapter 9, section 2, page 163. And prayer, as you may know, is something that's a very important part of my life. And it is, uh, I would say, one of the greatest tools that I have to align with the Holy Spirit, to align with divinity, and to have a healing. So we've all heard that expression, ask and it is given, ask and it is given. And people get very confused by that because they think, you know, I keep asking to win the lottery. I keep asking to have a healing. I keep asking for this, for that. I keep asking for stuff. And it doesn't happen. I keep asking for my soulmate, and it doesn't happen. 
Or maybe I'm asking for my mate to leave me (laughs) because uh, it turns out they weren't my answered prayer, or so I think. So very often when we're asking, we're asking from an ego perspective. Now here's my my take on this, and uh, I love what it says in the in the course here. So actually, in section one of chapter nine, in paragraph ten here, it says, "When you ask the Holy Spirit for what would hurt you, He cannot answer because nothing can hurt you, and so you are asking for nothing." So if you're asking for, let's say you're asking for money, let's break this down, okay? Because this is a major issue for a lot of people, abundance and prosperity. So let's really take a look at this. And just FYI, um, back in the fall, I did a radio show with Karen Russo, author of The Money Keys, the book, The Money Keys, and it's a spiritual approach to wealth creation, to your finances. And and Karen is a very dear friend of mine, and many people have let me know that reading her book and taking her classes has been a great benefit to them. And she offers a bunch of free stuff at her website, themoneykeys.com. So you can go there, and you can also still listen to that radio show broadcast at iTunes. So if you look for me at iTunes, you'll see all the free stuff, including that radio show we did last fall with Karen Russo on the topic of finances. But so today we're going to go into finances and prayer and asking for stuff, asking it is given. What does that mean? When you ask the Holy Spirit for what would hurt you, he cannot answer because nothing can hurt you, and so you're asking for nothing. Now, if you're asking for money, and Lord knows (laughs) most of us have had a financial challenging time when we might have been mistaken, mistaken, and asked for money. Thinking, ask, and it is given. Money is not the solution to a financial challenge, although we can think that it is, right? We can think that it is. But if you're really focusing on your spiritual growth and unfoldment, then you'll begin to see and to know clearly that a financial problem, a financial challenge is not about money. It's about abundance and prosperity and your relationship with those spiritual qualities. So now first and foremost, there's only one problem that we can experience in the human realm, and that is that we believe that we are separate from God. So our God nature is, the infinite nature is, the spiritual qualities of life. The spiritual qualities of life are eternal, they're infinite, they're omnipresent, omnipotent, always streaming. I think of them as live streaming 24-7. And we can choose to participate or to block the flow of these spiritual qualities. So we can either 
be willing to align with them and release anything that we're holding more dear than our divine connection, more dear than our ability to express these spiritual qualities. So if I'm having a challenge in my finances, chances are that I am valuing some thoughts of separation, some thoughts of lack and attack, limitation and separation, more than I value aligning with the spiritual qualities, the very vibration and frequencies of abundance and prosperity. So if I am thinking all day long that I don't have enough, a prayer to no abundance and prosperity for five minutes in the morning and then spending the rest of the day thinking I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, probably going to balance each other out because the prayer is so powerful. A prayer to know true abundance and true prosperity is so powerful. And thinking all day long that I'm not prosperous and I'm not abundant, that's very powerful too. So the two things cancel each other out. And this is what I see with many people who are financially challenged. So the opportunity that we have if we're financially challenged is to align ourselves with the vibration, the frequency, the spiritual qualities of abundance and prosperity. How do we align? We do it in our mind. And really it's also looking for what I think of as the mind within the heart, the heart within the mind, so that we become heart-mind congruent holding the same thoughts in our heart, in our aspirations and intentions that we're holding in our mind. So we're not holding opposing thoughts. So we're not ping-ponging back and forth between knowing our abundance and prosperity and believing in lack and limitation. Ask and it is given. If we're asking for money, then we must think we don't have the direct connection to abundance and prosperity. So we're looking outside of ourselves to get money rather than aligning with abundance and prosperity and then being in the flow, being affluent in the flow. That's what, that's one of the definitions of affluence is to be in the flow. So we can be in the flow of abundance and prosperity and we can use our prayer to help us align. But if we're asking for stuff, then we're thinking that stuff is the answer. Now, when we're thinking that stuff is the answer to our problems, we don't understand the problem. We don't understand the challenge. We're thinking that it's something in the physical, material world. But it actually is something in our thinking. Because remember the teaching, seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. So if we're seeking to understand and know prosperity and abundance as our spiritual nature, as that spiritual quality, that high vibration that is live streaming all the time, that is always available to us and through us, 
if we're not accessing that, we're looking outside of ourselves, then we must not understand that it's already been given to us. So this is why when we're willing to seek the kingdom within and stop looking outside of ourselves, we actually can access everything else being added unto us. So when I teach classes in prayer, and in fact, earlier this year, I taught a three-part series on prayer, which you can um, purchase the audios and the transcripts at jenniferhadley.com on the classes page. It's still available there. Three parts called Prayer Power. I love that class. These teachings are so valuable to me. So when we attune in prayer... It's the misuse of our intention. It's the misuse of our abilities. It's the misuse of manifestation if we're focused on manifesting stuff. So this is part of the challenge of that teaching the secret is that it was focused on manifesting stuff versus aligning with the divine spiritual qualities that are our true nature. Because if we think that stuff is the answer, then we're always going to be seeking to manifest stuff and manifest stuff and manifest stuff, which isn't the answer. The answer is within. The answer is to remember that we're already there. There's no place to get. There's no place to go. So that's why it's saying here in section 1 of chapter 9, paragraph 10, any wish that stems from the ego is a wish for nothing, and to ask for it is not a request. It is merely a denial in the form of a request. The Holy Spirit is not concerned with form, being aware only of meaning. The ego cannot ask the Holy Spirit for anything because there is complete communication failure between them. We have a failure to communicate between the ego and the Holy Spirit. Yet you can ask for everything of the Holy Spirit because your requests to Him are real, being of your right mind. Would the Holy Spirit deny the will of God and could He fail to recognize it in His Son? So it's about aligning your use of free will with divine will and recognizing that what it is that will truly be the answered prayer is your releasing any blocks to the free flow of the spiritual qualities of prosperity and abundance, wholeness, harmony, freedom, truth, etc. Clarity, purity, um, all, all the great, great spiritual qualities. So it's the thoughts that we hold in our mind that create an obstruction to our understanding of our spiritual nature and the expression of it. So this is why the, the greatest prayer that we can speak is, Holy Spirit, help me align with divine will. Help me release all thoughts of separation. I'm willing to look at them to let them go. And so for me, it's about every time I'm feeling a sense of lack or limitation, to consciously look for, with the Holy Spirit's assistance, with the higher self's assistance, to look for what is the thought that I value more than I value the true knowing 
of my spiritual identity. So that is the practice, the spiritual practice of seeking first the kingdom. So if there's a sense of lack or limitation, then I must not have been seeking the kingdom first. I must have been seeking outside of me. I must have been going on a fool's errand, looking for the stuff, looking for the happiness and the fulfillment to come from outside of my spiritual connection with God. Now, when we're in the free flow of those spiritual qualities, we can recognize that all of our needs are met. But there's just no way around this. This is the ultimate healing. It's when we value our connection with God more than anything else. And we truly surrender the habits of looking outside of ourselves. Now, the whole world is designed to encourage us to look outside of ourselves. It really is. The whole world is designed to (laughs) convince us that the things of this world are more valuable than the spiritual qualities of life. And so, we have to find the inner fortitude. We have to truly value that which is worth having. Yes, yes, yes. So this is the work that we're doing, and we're doing it together. It's time for me to take a break. So I thank you for participating with me in this conversation. I feel your heart, and as we're going into the break, let me just remind you, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. So, we're talking about prayer, and... We're also talking about prosperity and abundance. Ask and it is given. Does that mean you should expect a check in the mail? (laughs) Now, here's an important aspect about understanding this, and this is what the Course is talking about. Any wish that stems from the ego is a wish for nothing, and to ask for it is not a request. It is merely a denial in the form of request. So it's a, a denial of really what's most important. And so think about it this way. When you feel a need, and this is really important to learn, at least it has been for me, when you feel a need, when you feel a lack, when you feel a wanting or a craving for something, and you think that something in the physical world is the answer to it. Begin to be willing to identify what is the spiritual quality that you're not experiencing in the moment that if you could experience would actually be the answered prayer. Now, obviously, if what you're needing or wanting in the moment is something to eat because you're hungry. The body is hungry. Still, 
a sense of wholeness might be the answer. But but generally, if you're, for instance, many people, uh, when they're feeling that sense of poverty or worry around their finances, the answer would be to tune in and tap in and see if you can cultivate an experience of the quality of abundance and prosperity as I was talking about before the break. Now let's say that you are feeling that you have too many things to do and not enough time to do them in, which is a common thing for many people, sense of way too many responsibilities, too much to do, and you're feeling overburdened by the number of tasks that you have taken on. So the spiritual quality there for me that I'm not feeling that I would like to feel is freedom. So if I'm praying for a a realignment of my task list, list, then I may never feel freedom, but I might have an experience of having my, losing my job, right? And then I don't have that responsibility anymore or something like that. But what I really would like to feel is freedom. I'd like to feel the sense of being in the flow, affluent, and feeling free. So ask and it is given. What if instead of asking for stuff or help managing the stuff, coping with the stuff, what if instead... Your prayer is to know your true identity is free. Your prayer is to know your true identity as affluent and in the flow. And you can begin by, in your prayer and meditation time, to begin to breathe very deeply and centered, moving into that space of communion with the higher Holy Spirit self, with the I am presence and to ask for divine assistance in knowing and feeling and vibrating with the spiritual quality of freedom, of affluence. Yes. So what I do is I put my hand on my heart and we can do this right now. And taking some deep breaths because I truly believe that divine guidance and inspiration comes in on the breath. We align with the breath and we begin to focus on that spiritual quality. One way to do it is to remember a moment when you felt free or you felt abundance. Perhaps maybe your challenge is that you've been feeling lonely and you've been looking for company, thinking that having somebody's company would be the answer to your prayer. But very often, people who are in relationships that are not fulfilling, that are not designed to be holy relationships, they can feel very lonely in the midst of that relationship. So the invitation is, instead of, if you're feeling lonely, to tune in and to feel that spiritual connection, which is the oneness, to feel the oneness. 
to feel love and to feel clarity. And when we're breathing deeply in this intention of healing and aligning with the spirit, what might come into our mind is a clear perception of what are the thoughts that we're thinking, that we value so much, what are the habits that we've been valuing so much that really and truly are creating this sense of separation from our naturalness, our spiritual self. So the selfish self will think that the answer to prayer is the stuff. Whatever it is that will feed the body, clothe the body, comfort the body. But seek first the kingdom, which is within, knowing that all else will be added unto you, is a retraining of the mind to look within and to vibrate with these spiritual qualities. So the answered prayer is really knowing our true identity. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we can, one way to cultivate a remembrance, a connection with that vibration is to think of a time when we felt profoundly loved or loving. When we were with someone that we deeply, deeply loved. And to cultivate that vibration without other people, just with God, with our God self. You might think of a time when you felt incredibly prosperous or abundant. Sometimes for me, I know it can be when I'm out in nature and I'm feeling that clean, clear, fresh feeling uh, being near the ocean or a forest. There's such a sense of abundance and prosperity. The ocean is so huge. Think of all those drops of water. You couldn't possibly count them. That is abundance. Same with being in a forest. You couldn't count all the leaves on the trees. It is abundance. Yes. Prosperity is that sense of having all needs met. You might think of a time when you felt it, even just for a minute, an hour, and cultivating that vibration. It We can't think the thoughts of lack and attack, limitation and separation, at the same time that we're thinking the thoughts of affluence, abundance, prosperity, healing, wholeness, and oneness. So, choosing which track you're going to go on, being willing to place your attention on what's really important to you. This is challenging. It's challenging. But once you get the hang of it, it's so much easier not to consistently create and recreate suffering in your life. You can do this. I know that you can. So if we go to page 164 in chapter 9, this is section 2. We go to paragraph 3 here. It says, The Bible emphasizes that all prayer is answered, and this is indeed true. The very fact that the Holy Spirit has been asked for anything will ensure a response. Yet, it is equally certain that no response is given by Him 
will ever be one that would increase fear. So if you're asking for stuff, then you must think that it is the stuff that is the answered prayer. So if you were to receive that as the answered prayer, wouldn't that increase your sense of separation and dependency on the stuff rather than looking within, rather than seeking the kingdom first? Rather than knowing that all else will be added unto you when you're willing to realize that you are a spiritual being, having a human experience, facilitating a human experience, versus all that you are is flesh and bone. So the Holy Spirit is not going to answer the prayer by helping you to manifest stuff. But when you are fully aligned with the spiritual qualities of life, All else will be added unto you and all your needs will be met, including your ability to manifest what you need when you need it without any sense of attachment to thinking that you need it. It says here in the Course, again in paragraph 3, there are many answers you have already received but have not yet heard. I assure you that they are waiting for you. Isn't that wonderful? That is so comforting to me. So we have asked many, many times for help, for assistance, divine guidance and inspiration. And it's saying here, it is possible. Okay, I'm going to back up here. It is The Bible emphasizes that all prayer is answered, and this is indeed true. The very fact that the Holy Spirit has been asked for anything will ensure a response, right? But the Holy Spirit is not Santa Claus. So the Holy Spirit is going to give us the response that is truly helpful. And it is equally certain that no response given by the Holy Spirit will ever be one that would increase fear. So the answer is always going to be truly helpful. It is possible that the Holy Spirit's answer will not be heard. It is impossible, however, that it will be lost. There are many answers you have already received but have not yet heard. I assure you that they are waiting for you. One way that I have heard it talked about is I heard... uh, I read this, I think, in one of Doreen Virtue's books, and I thought it was so beautiful that the angels gave her this answer because she was working as a psychologist, and many of her patients uh, were not listening to the answers that she was giving them. She felt she was being guided to give them the spiritual answers to their problems, but they weren't always listening. They weren't always taking it in because they weren't always interested in the spiritual answer. They were more interested in feeding the ego and trying to satiate the body, which, of course, is impossible. The ego can never be satisfied. It's always voracious. (laughs) So... 
when we're so completely identified with the ego, this is when we have so many craving, 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 cravings. And sometimes the only way that we can have a sense of, a very false sense of satiation is when we completely drug the body and it passes out. You know, with food, with sex, with alcohol, with drugs, with exhaustion. Even that false sense, the ego, that false sense of satiation, which will only last until we wake up with that hangover, whatever kind of hangover it is. So the ego is insatiable, but the spirit is already, it already has everything that it needs within. See, see what a different orientation this is. So what Doreen was saying was she was trying to give her patients the answers to their problems, but they weren't always listening. They weren't always available. And this is what uh, it's saying here in the course, that the Holy Spirit will give us the answers, but we may not have heard them. And what the angels told Doreen was the answered prayers, the answered to the to challenges, everything that she has said to them that is of truth, that will actually help them, will linger in their energy field, so to speak, like ornaments hanging on a Christmas tree. And as soon as they're willing to see them, to receive them, to allow them, they will become known to them. And I find that very comforting because I've been a spiritual counselor for 12 years. And there have been many, 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 many times when people are asking for the spiritual solution to their problem and they just don't hear it. Because they don't have the ears to hear, the eyes to see. They don't see the solution. They don't hear it. They, they are looking for an answer in the world of form. They're not looking for the answer in the invisible. So they can't see it. They can't hear it. They can't feel it. They can't know it. Until they're willing to seek within. Now, that's why it's so powerful we can be the two or more who are gathered. So for me as a spiritual counselor, as a minister, as a science of mind practitioner, my responsibility, my responsibility is that I've been trained to see the spiritual perfection and truth of people and myself. So when we get together, then... People can have a healing because they align with my awareness of them, which doesn't see them as having a problem. I see them as having everything they need within them, and I see them as having the ability to access it. So it's just like when Jesus was performing all, or experiencing all those miraculous healings with people, and they would say, thank you, Jesus, for my healing, and he would say, why thank me? It's your faith that made you whole. This is why our little willingness is the best power tool that we have for our spiritual healing, and it works. It really works. So this is also why I'm sharing all the time to 
cultivate that ability to take the deep breaths because I do believe that we access divine insight and intuition, divine guidance through the breath. So it's time for us to take a break. And during the break, I'm going to invite you to take deep breaths and center in and remember a time when you felt free and abundant and prosperous and whole and loved. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting-edge new book, Jesus 2.1, An Upgrade for the 21st Century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. You have a good life and are grateful for it. But what if you stretched beyond good and shifted to amazing? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of the First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an amazing life. Transcend the need for acceptance of others and be an example of living the truth. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an amazing life right now? Learn how each week on From Good to Amazing. Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So I love this teaching. I absolutely love it. It's so comforting to me to know that the Holy Spirit is always answering me. And 
I will receive the answer when I'm willing to hear it. There are many answers you have already received but have not heard. I assure you that they are waiting for you. If you would know your prayers are answered, never doubt a son of God. So in other words, don't doubt the people around you that they are assisting you in answering your prayer one way or another. For instance, (laughs) and I love this. Think of, I've had so many times people come to me for counseling, and they're, they're people who are um, really aspiring to know their spiritual identity. So they'll say things like, my aspiration is to be kind and patient. I, I really would like to cultivate that ability to be profoundly patient with everyone in my life. Wonderful, right? So then the next time they come back for a session, they say, Oh my gosh, everybody in my life is giving me a hard time. It's so difficult. And then I'll say to them, Hey, remember when you were here last time and you said you really were interested in cultivating the ability to be profoundly patient? How did you think that that would come to pass for you? Did you think you would... Take a weekend class and being patient or you would just suddenly be miraculously patient or would you have to actually examine what it is that you value instead of being patient? Because you think of if you're not patient in a moment's experience. So let's say that the dog is barking and the kids are running through the house and uh, whatever or somebody in traffic is acting like a knucklehead and you're feeling impatient. Then there's something that you value more than patience. There's something that you value more than love in that moment and that's why your experience experiencing the frustration the irritation the impatience so what is it that you would be valuing if you're in traffic and somebody's acting like a knucklehead i think it's the judgment that they are a knucklehead versus oh there's somebody acting like a knucklehead But there's a big difference between looking at somebody behaving strangely in traffic and saying, you know what, they're behaving like a knucklehead, so maybe they're having a hard day and maybe I can be compassionate or maybe they're really centered in their selfish self and they've forgotten their true identity and that's happened to me. I've behaved like a knucklehead in traffic, so I'm going to know the highest and best for them and know that everyone in traffic right now is blessed, blessed with the peace of God and that we can all seek the kingdom within And feel peaceful right now. I'm going to know that. I can see it, so I will be it. Versus going into judgment, which is an attack thought, thinking, look at that loser knucklehead acting like such a jerk. See, as soon as we go into judgment, then we feel that impatience. We are valuing our opinion more than we value the opportunity to know the truth about our brothers and sisters. 
Well, if we're saying that what we would like to do is seek the kingdom within, what we would like to do is be in the flow of abundance and prosperity. What we'd like to do is, or like to be, is be in the flow of love and compassion, wisdom and clarity, freedom and abundance. We cannot have that experience if we value Thoughts of lack and attack. You see how that works? It's not rocket science, is it? It's really pretty basic, pretty fundamental. And so this is a challenge for all of us. To give up the need to be right. You can be right or you can remember that you're free. So if being right is important to you, then you will be in a prison of your own making. You will be experiencing lack and limitation all the live long day. And you've been asking and the answers have already been received, but you have not heard them. And they are waiting for you. So that's never doubt a son of God. Never attack your brothers and sisters. Do not question him, your brothers and sisters. Do not confound him. So don't confuse them. Don't, don't be belligerent and resentful and all that stuff. Your faith in him is your faith in yourself. Why? Because you're one with them. You're one with them. Yeah, so attack yourself, attack them, same thing, because we're one. The lover always feels beloved, the attacker always feels attacked, the judger always feels judged. If you would know God and God's answer, believe in me, whose faith is in you cannot be shaken. Can you ask of the Holy Spirit truly and doubt your brother? Believe his words are true because of the truth that is in him. So having faith and trusting in your brothers and sisters. Now, there are times when our intuition tells us not to trust someone. Right? So we we need to follow that as well. People who are liars and fakes will often make themselves known. And here's a little tip for you. You can ask the Holy Spirit. You cannot ask the angels and your guides to make it plain, to have them make it plain. Anybody who is deceitful, anybody who would do your harm, do you harm, to have them indicate it right from the get-go. And then if you ignore that, well, that's your choice. That's your use of free will. It's quite quite useful. I find that people declare themselves around me all the time, and it's great. So I don't have to doubt them or mistrust them. It's quite obvious they are not trustworthy. They declare themselves in one way or another. Listening to truth is the only way you can hear it now and finally know it. The truth. The truth. The truth. The truth that sets us free. Yes. 
prayer, and then this is in paragraph 6. You can no more pray for yourself alone than you can find joy for yourself alone because we're one with each other. So when I pray, this is why I always say towards the end of the prayer, and you'll hear it in just a few minutes here as we do the closing prayer, I always say that I would like to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. Always reminding myself that it is a divine opportunity to extend the gift of love to everyone, to share it with everyone, because I'm one with them. So you can't pray for yourself alone anyway, but why not consciously take the opportunity in our prayer time to recognize the oneness? Prayer is the restatement of inclusion directed by the Holy Spirit under the laws of God. Now, I also want to share uh, on page 165, this is something that I realized a long time ago, paragraph 7. In the middle it says, the answer to all prayers lies in them. You will be answered as you hear the answer in everyone. So the answered prayer is contained within the prayer, because contained within the prayer request or, uh, the answer prayer is contained within the prayer request because in the prayer request is that willingness, that mustard seed of willingness and the realization that the answered prayer is a spiritual experience, not something in form. So if you would like to become a powerful prayer, Instead of praying for stuff, pray to know the truth that sets you free. If you'd like to be my prayer partner, I offer a free prayer every day and you can call and listen to it on the phone or you can listen to it online and you can subscribe to my daily email with the prayer for today in it where you can click the phone number or you can click to listen online. It's all at jenniferhadley.com on the prayer page, on the blog page is the daily email. I invite you to join uh Hundreds and hundreds of other people, more than a thousand, every day we pray together by means of the daily prayer, and you can join us. Pre-recorded prayer. Right now, I invite you to place your hand on your heart as we know the truth that sets us free. Truly, we know that we are loved and we are love, and we share the benefits with everyone. We rejoice to let it be, and so it is. Amen. Thanks for listening. Have a great, great week knowing your true identity. God bless.